You are listening to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have John Christensen, Portfolio Manager and Senior Research Analyst with the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Portfolio. John, thank you for your time today. John, the second quarter of 2022 saw continued levels of heightened volatility, leading to overall negative returns across most equity asset classes. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns? Yeah, of course. You know, it's interesting. After a very eventful Q1 with Omicron, Russia, Ukraine, and supply chain issues, you would think that Q2 would would have been more mundane, but the market seemed to have other ideas. Uh, The R-word recession seemed to be creeping up more and more as inflation's ugly head remained high. Uh, The Fed is getting aggressive and slowing things down, and the overall fear that a soft landing for the economy was becoming less and less feasible. This led to an acceleration of weakness in the market in Q2, with the Russell 2000 down over 17%. And that was after Q1 being down 7.5%. What was interesting in distinguishing Q1 from Q2 was that in Q1, energy led the way with a strong 40-plus sector return. This, combined with lower-quality companies holding up better, created a rare occasion when a negative market was led by lower-quality names. While Q2 did exhibit some of these characteristics in terms of sectors, the magnitude of these nuances have converged. And in some cases of the financial characteristics, they've moved towards higher quality. Though every sector was negative in Q2 in the Russell 2000 index, defensive sectors such as consumer staples and utilities were the least negative. Energy gave up about 9% of the 40% it had gained in Q1. So all in all, value still maintained its performance over core and growth in Q2, but the gap is narrowed. However, uh, looking at the attribution was geared towards higher quality names when looking at metrics including S&P stock rankings, beta, and balance sheet strength. John, can you go into a little bit more detail of some of the names that detracted most from performance for the small cap core strategy during the quarter, as well as naming and describing some of the key contributors as well? In terms of detractors from the portfolio in the quarter, uh, they were First Hawaiian, Teledyne Technologies, Manhattan Associates, Right Move, and Graco. In discussing First Hawaiian, they were founded in 1858, and it is the oldest and largest bank by deposits in Hawaii. The stock sold off in the most recent quarter after the company reported tepid loan growth and comments about a slight increase in competition in the local Hawaiian market. Operating expenses will also be elevated this year, but net interest margins should get a boost from higher rates. More recently, it appears investors have increasingly become concerned about a slowdown in the economy due to the Fed's more aggressive interest rate policy. While we acknowledge these are potential near-term headwinds, we believe the bank is still well-run, the Hawaiian economy is still improving, and competition in the local bank market remains much more rational relative to mainland banking. In terms of those names in the portfolio that contributed the most, uh, they were FTI Consulting, Bank First, Auto Home, LCI Industries, and Espen Technology. Let's discuss Bank First. You know, Bank First provides retail and commercial banking services throughout Oklahoma 
and the Dallas metropolitan area. The bank was founded by the Rainbolt family, which continues to own a significant amount of the shares outstanding. The stock appreciated in the most recent quarter after the company reported decent loan growth and as the market reacted to the likelihood that the Fed will raise rates multiple times in 2022, which in our view should benefit Bank First. Investors were also enthused by management's comments that Bank First would not be subject to the Durban Amendment in 2022, which would have hurt earnings. Given the company's long-term track record of above peer credit quality and profitability, we remain owners of the business. John, lastly, as we move into the third quarter, what are some of the key considerations you're evaluating from a portfolio perspective? Yeah, as we move into Q3, inflation and supply chain issues continue to impact markets, and the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict has only added to these uncertainties and enhanced volatility. The markets have clearly seen these issues and responded with another dramatic down quarter in Q2. Some of these indices are seeing the worst six-month start to the year in its history. So this downturn should not be taken lightly. So if the market is seeing a recession ahead, we believe we are well-positioned to ride out the turbulence. Our goal is to find those businesses that have temporary valuation disconnects that we can take advantage of while riding out the ups and downs of the market by having stocks that can persevere during these uncertain periods. This means we need to have patience and diligence in researching for these companies while monitoring our existing holdings for changes in their structural investment stories. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high-quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, as always, thank you very much for your time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.